Hello friends, my name is Dan Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. And welcome to the podcast. We are a dating and sex advice show where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Basically, we, uh, we answer questions on sex and dating that we either get off our lovely listeners or from Reddit. Have you ever had a thing where like, say, say you've been like having for example neck pain i i've my neck has been hurting for you know a week or two ago okay and then it got better and then i was like huh it's nice that my neck doesn't hurt anymore and then within a few hours it's like hey fuck you does that ever happen to you sure yeah i guess It, it but it seems i mean like when you like sort of like think be like oh thank god this isn't happening anymore and then it's like i'm back maybe it's one of those phantom pains where you're just making it happen i think it is I think I like manifest instead of, you know, manifesting money and positive vibes. I manifest body injuries. That's terrible, really. It's the worst superpower. Yeah. How would that superpower ever help you? Because like you can't ever prove pain or whatever, really. So it's like (laughs) it's not even like as a kid, you could be like, oh, I'm in so much pain. I got to go home. They'd be like, "Okay," like you'd be as good as the kid that's just lying. Yeah, I know. I mean, I I guess. I guess you're living truth, right? Like you just like be slightly acting. better at lying. Oh yeah, you could be a really good actor. It's like you get shot yeah. in a movie and you're like, oh, God! And everyone's like, "Wow, okay." Can you tone it down? Hey man, that's not believable. <laughs> um, are we are we gonna just throw it right in there? Yeah, let's let's get right in there. This is by Thrare Rakoko, my male twenty one, girlfriend twenty three. Obsession with Pokemon is embarrassing me. So my girlfriend loves Pokemon. Sometimes we go, when we go out, she will ask me if it's all right if she checks for some Pokestops on Pokemon Go. When someone we know talks about Pokemon, my girlfriend gets really excited and wants to be friends on Pokemon Go right away. She also has many Pokemon plushies, all of them in our shared bedroom. At first it was cute, but my friends are starting to make fun of me for dating a child. My girlfriend's very mature and an amazing partner, but when I brought up her obsession, how her obsession with Pokemon is embarrassing for her age, she felt insulted and told me her liking and playing Pokemon is no different than me playing LOL and Minecraft. Still, my buddies are making fun of us, and I'm afraid she will get hurt once she hears them. What to do? How to convince her she should maybe tone it down a little. My friends are visiting us, and I'm sure they will make fun of her once they see her plushies. So I'm I'm on the fence on this one, because one, if this is something she likes, then yeah, it's, it literally is no different than you playing Minecraft or fucking League of Legends or literally anything. You know what I mean? Like, any sort of pastime is a pastime and anything you're passionate about you're passionate about like if you had a record collection yeah or you were you know super into like a band most people like if you were super into nickelback <laughs> well that's you know I mean? different that's different <laughs> um like who gives a fuck it, it's nice that she's sort of unabashedly her the the plushies i can understand because it is a shared space and depending on how many she has it might be a bit overwhelming in terms of like the, you know, the feng shui of the room. Yeah. Well, we've had a question kind of similar, you know what I mean? Where it's like we had someone whose bed was entirely taken over by, by teddies. Um, and you're right. Like if, if it's one or two or whatever, that's fine. If there's a lot of them, then maybe you can come up with some sort of system if, if that's your issue, but that's not what you're, talking about here really it's just a an aside um well I'll let you finish and then i will yeah I, like it's you're putting a like a value judgment on what she's cool with 
Mm-hmm. Um, like if this was something deemed, you know, a little more mature, like if she was, you know, super into fucking, I don't know. I can't think of something. I was going to say like call of duty and therefore like had a bunch of like collectible guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, that's also it's unsettling. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like he wouldn't be embarrassed. You know what I mean? It's because it's yeah. a cartoon, right? Yeah. And like, you know, demographically is targeted towards kids or but, used to be i don't know at this point it's like I, pretty much everyone i know either still plays or has played pokemon go yeah because like the thing is is like it's something from our generation's childhood yeah so it makes sense that we've continued to play it like i haven't played a pokemon game other than pokemon go in fucking decades but mm-hmm. it's still like if you know if I had access to it, it's just because I've never bought a Nintendo console in ages. Yeah, and you probably went and saw fucking Detective Pikachu. Hell yeah. Didn't we go together, actually? We probably did. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think your friends suck. Not you, but the question asked <laughs> It sounds like you wouldn't be upset about this if it wasn't for your friends. So in this case, what's the fucking issue? Your friends. You know what I mean? Like you clearly didn't have an issue with it until you start getting like embarrassment is kind of like it's all related to other people you don't just get embarrassed in a vacuum you know like you're worried about your friends coming over you're worried about this seems to me like they're the shitty people in this situation you know it's like it's awesome that she's passionate about stuff like they passionate people are the best people once it's not a passion for murder or like you know pedophilia um so it's great that she's into stuff because I tell you, if this relationship blows up, next person you find will probably just be like, I like Netflix and seeing my friends. Yeah. And pop music. Oh, I like hanging out and like anything but country. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> anything but country is like the new. I like music. And they don't even like music, ironically. It's a, um, I listen to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Which ironically, she is or was, I guess, a country artist. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think you've made a very good point in the fact that, like, it's this guy's worried about his friends. And, like, he says she's an amazing person. She, he says she's a great partner. He says she's mature. Like, I would understand if she still, you know, manifested herself as or, or you know, held herself as immature. Like, yeah, if like, she still if acted she, like a kid. If she wanted to be the very best, you know, like no one ever was. And, like, her, like, true test was to catch them. And to train them was her cause, you know what I mean? Like, if those yeah. were, you know, if she's out traveling across the land searching far and wide. Well, I guess she kind of is. She know, really is. I mean, to be fair, it does sound like she is mm-hmm. straight up trying to be a Pokemon master, which yeah. doesn't mean you're <laughs> immature. No, I, I just really want to speak out the words of the song. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I see no issue with this. If it's something like you mentioned earlier, where it's like a little too many plushies. That's that's a manageable issue. It's like, hey, you have too many of this one thing in this one space or whatever. But that's not I'm embarrassed by the fact that you're passionate about this thing. And like, yeah. arguably, Pokemon is more mature than fucking Minecraft. So, yeah, I mean, I know more. Well, I don't know if that's true. I was going to say I know more kids who play Minecraft or like, more, you know, more adults mm-hmm. that play Pokemon than they do Minecraft. Um, like Minecraft's great, too. Like, don't get me wrong. I love them both. The thing is, is like there really isn't an age limit on most entertainment. You know what I mean? It's like it would be weird if you were sitting down watching like, you know, a very like Dora the Explorer as as a 30 year old man, because Mm. like that is very tailored to an intelligence level of like children. Yeah. Whereas like Pokemon, there's fucking like 
uh, fucking equations and shit on how to figure out how to get the strongest Pokemon and stuff. Like that is not meant for kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, like there are there is adult sides to all this entertainment. The same thing with like Minecraft. Like I've seen people build crazy shit in Minecraft, and that is so. I what you're saying is correct. I think this is a time for you to stand up for your girlfriend, um, and be like, if someone makes fun of her, you could be like, what's what's your problem? Like, yeah, she's into Pokemon. That's that's cool. Like, you, you probably have something that you're into. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Especially when they're also into Minecraft with you. Now, again, Minecraft's great, but it's like if she turned around and started mocking your friends, and you're like, you guys are kids, you play fucking Minecraft, that wouldn't be cool. So for them to yeah. turn around and do the same to your girlfriend is not cool. Get the fuck rid of your friends. Have a chat with them. Like, be if you're never defending it, maybe they think it's like a joke between you guys, or at the very least, they just think it's okay to say. If you Here's tell the them it's not okay. There's a very good chance that they don't give a fuck that she likes Pokemon. They're saying it because it riles you up. Mm-hmm. Or they don't like her. And that's yeah. kind of like their way to get it across. Maybe. But like, how many times have we fucking, you know, ribbed each other about stupid bullshit? Where it's like, we're yeah, only doing like, like, we're doing we it. To make- wouldn't do it in a way like this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. think either of us would actually get upset. And I think we'd both be pretty careful not to upset the other person. Like, not that it would be easy to do, but just because we are good friends, you know? Because there's yeah, definitely a difference between like messing with someone and saying something that could actually potentially hurt somebody. And, uh, you know. I think like trying to find that line, I, you, you might be right. Like maybe it is like genuinely like good hearted on one side and they don't know. But again, it's like, you got to talk to them. Yeah. And, and, and also if, like, if you love this person and you really don't give a fuck that they're playing Pokemon, like, and which you shouldn't mm-hmm. fucking stand up for them. Like that is the point. Like if anyone ever said mean shit about Amanda, the same way, if they, if anyone said mean shit about any of my friends or anyone that I care yeah. about, I'm going to like tell them to knock it off or set them straight. Yeah. Or at least let them know that I'm not going to tolerate that kind of fucking bullshit in my presence. It's like, you know, you can't stop people from thinking what they think or saying what they say, but like I can definitely be like, Hey, you're not saying that bullshit around me or we're done. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. Hit me. Um, this kind of actually ties in quite nicely. Um, men of Reddit. How do you prefer your significant other? to bring up difficult issues in the relationship to you. What does uh, good communication look like to you? Well, first you got to send them a text. So you have to be not, make sure you're not home and you got to send that text and the text just needs to say, we need to talk full stop. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, But you also have to do it at a time where you can't talk for at least another day, like 24 hours minimum. Yeah, you need to say that and then literally throw your phone as far as you can into Into like a field, like a, yeah, like a wheat field, acid, a lake, mm-hmm. like anything like that that will prevent you from responding to like any a, other text. Just a lot of already chewed up chewing gum, so it'll gum up the whole place and you just can't really, you know. Uh, and, and you know, the a great time to do this is the start of like a trip. Like if you're, if you're going on a trip and they're staying at home and you're going to be gone for like seven weeks, uh, yeah. day one. Actually, or just like, when you get on the airplane. And then don't, don't like even take interview. Yes, they, but they they have an interview or their parents' funeral. Yeah, or, you know, like the beginning of a shift, like right before you know they're about to start a, a mm-hmm. long shift at work. Hit them with that. Even mm. better if it's like the Christmas season because <laughs> they're busy and now they're worried about getting you presents too. 
Um, I, like, no, don't do any of those things. I feel like yeah, it's such a like general no, question that I don't know yeah. where to start. I think I'll, I'll throw some things out and maybe you can sure bounce off that. So a big thing for me is I think there is a time and a place well, I think talking about things as they come up is super, super important. I also think there's a time and a place to do that. True. Um, I absolutely, like if there's ever any tension between me and my partner, I don't want to have that discussion in the back of an Uber. No. God, you know no. What I mean? Because one, or that sucks same, for the Uber driver or the, the thing, third like, person. If you're getting an Uber pool. Yeah. Ugh. Like my my big thing is like, I'm, I'm a fairly empathetic person. And like, I've worked as a bartender for most of my adult life. And the amount of people that have had like their whisper fights at my bar, it's so uncomfortable. It sucks. Cause I'm like, your pints are empty, but like, I'm pretty sure you're breaking up right now. So I don't know if I should be doing my job or if I just sort of like let your lives unravel. Yeah. And inevitably like, no one who's just got dumped is like, Oh, here's a nice tip. Or like the guy who just, yeah. Like, then you're just taking out your misery on somebody else who's just trying to fucking work. It's Christmas season. <laughs> um, so that's my thing. It's like, and I, I know a lot of people don't like that. Like a lot of people want to like, if, if they know there's a problem, want to get right into it. And I fucking hate it. It's like, this can wait 10 minutes while we're in a public space or like with my friend. You know what I mean? It's like, I want to have this conversation and I don't want to have that awkward, like nagging feeling of like making things uncomfortable for people or, you know, just being all like ruining something for everyone else if it doesn't need to happen. Yeah, like definitely like having a bit of consideration for other people. Also, it's like once you start a conversation like that, your partner kind of has to engage because like to not do so seems really whatever. So like now you're trapping them in an awkward position as well. So it's like if they're in that Uber driver, if they're at that restaurant, they can't just be like, hey, let's let's not talk about this once you start really because if it's important then they're probably going to get in more trouble for that. Meanwhile, they then have to be complicit, you know? Yeah. So I get that. Yeah, time time and place is definitely a thing. Maybe don't do it right before bed or an interview or they have to go to work because if you guys don't finish your chat, that might be shitty. Yeah. Um, and I also, I think like one of the most important things is to like not make it a fight, you know? Because yes. I, I feel like we've given out this com- this advice before and it's it's all too easy to like, you know, say things the wrong way or like rile people up and it's all too easy for people to kind of like respond defensively kind of off the bat um so like to always try and like come into it knowing that there's a possibility for that and try to keep things on the productive and like kind side than actually getting all all pissy you know yeah i mean like i fall into the the pit trap of i have been in relationships in the past where uh i kind of like i was I hadn't really found my voice yet. So mm-hmm. I kind of like just took like the, the abuse. Uh, um, yes, I did. There was a period in my life where I did trade my voice to an evil sea witch mm-hmm. for just an extra set of legs. I had four legs mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. Um, you might notice there was like an audio kind of differential uh, when we started the podcast. That was mainly just Dane's extra legs getting in the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I would just sort of like take the abuse and now I'm very, I'm very much against that. So if any, at any point in time, if I'm having a argument with someone and it starts becoming manipulative, I like, I can sense that 
like immediately and I put a stop to it immediately. And I think and I know I get very aggressive about it. And I know that puts a lot of people on the defensive. And it's one of those things where like I try to like really give myself a count of three to be like, okay, I hear you, but here's what's happening. This is what I'm feeling. This is how I feel you're approaching it. And I'm not going to continue this conversation if that's how it's going to go. That's fair. Um, Otherwise, I get get impulsive. And that's never a good thing for a serious relationship chat. Mm -hmm. I think also, don't do it when you're drunk. Or when one person is drunk. Yeah, because like that's just unfair. If if one person's drunk and the other person isn't, then it's like one you almost have like that carte blanche of like the next day, like oh I was drunk. That's not fair exactly. on the person you're talking to because like arguably you're gonna you're not gonna be like sorry I was really kind I was drunk. It's it's usually the opposite. Um, on top of that, it's like if someone doesn't remember, you know, it's it's just never gonna yeah. go well, and you're not at your full capacity in terms of like you know emotions and logic and everything so the potential for it just going so badly is is very much there yeah the amount of times i've had to have like a fight twice and that's just worse yeah like yeah fights in general suck having them twice is just ridiculous um and other than that's like you know if you if you want to make a point i guess like know your point like if you if you want to bring something up but then like you start this conversation and then once it kind of moves to like, how do we move forward? And you don't have any idea. You know what I mean? Like, not that that's unacceptable because like sometimes conversations like you need two people and like, you know, sometimes uh, fixes aren't easy, all that totally get it. But if you start a big thing and then have like nothing to contribute, that's not great. Yeah. And like, I think you need to get out of the mindset of like, Another thing I learned is don't have like this big rehearsed speech because one, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Two, don't have an expected answer. Yeah, yeah. So like when I say, per, like it almost sounds like I'm saying prepare, I'm definitely not saying any of those things. You know, you should know what you want. Yes. But like, yeah, don't come in just being like, here's I'm really an issue upset. and then just check yourself out because you brought it up. So now it's not your problem, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, definitely like, you know, if you try and script write at any point, it's probably not going to go well for anyone involved either. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've done a lot of like don'ts. I, I think the most important thing is, and here, like one of the things I struggled with is it's scary a lot of times. It is mm-hmm. it is scary to bring up things. Um, and so I don't, th- a lot of people are like, well, I didn't talk about it, you know, the couple days after it happened. Now I feel like it's too late. It's not too late. Yeah. If, if it's something that is actually bothering you, it's worth talking about because that person might just gloss over it because it didn't really affect them. But like, that's going to be something that's going to stew in you and like, just get all fucking tangled up and, and you know, bad. Yeah. That's a pr- like very similar to what I was going to say, which is that maybe don't jump into it immediately, but also don't leave it too long either. Because like, as you're saying, like you, you might feel that you, it's been too long or whatever, but I feel like if something is an actual issue, the longer you have it inside of you, the more it's going to come out in like, you know, just you being like a little distant or cold or petty or, you know, they, they will sense it if you're feeling something and not saying it. And like, that is just kind of like the road to like a shitty relationship. If you're mm-hmm. like, if you have it bottled up, cause it's almost impossible not to act on it in some way. 
and like they're gonna know something's up i've i've been in relationships where that's happened and it sucks you know so like don't leave it till like three weeks later and like have that as like a little chip on your shoulder for three weeks yeah and it's like if you guys don't live together or whatever, like, I don't think if it's something that you're really having a hard time sort of like mustering up the courage to say, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think a text or whatever is a bad idea. Like, if that's the only way you think you can get it out, then do it. But yeah. make sure that you're ready to have that conversation. Like, don't don't like I know we joked about it. But like, don't hit them with the fucking we need to talk. Yeah. Also, maybe just be sure when you again, like I, I agree. I don't really think there's any issue with text or phone call. You know what I mean? Like you're not dumping them, presumably. You know, I think obviously on the serious scale, like the further you go towards dumping somebody, yeah, the more you should do it in person. But uh, make make sure you know where they are, kind of, when you're texting them, because like if they're yes. out with their friends and all of a sudden you're dropping like 18 pages of messages on them, that sucks. Because either they ruin their night and their friends feel awkward and like, you know, everything sucks or they don't. And then you feel like a piece of shit because they're not responding to you. Yeah. So yeah, you need to make sure however you do it, that like they're available to to talk. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's, it's a very simple thing to just kind of like give a shit about their perspective as well. And I think that in general is the most important thing. It's like you have your perspective, but they have theirs. So you should definitely try and be empathetic like before, during and after these conversations. I don't only think about things from your perspective and like at some point, try and like put yourself in their shoes, you know, and be like, oh, okay. And like, listen to what they're saying and don't be afraid to, if things are heating up, like take a break. You know what I mean? Like be like, look, I'm getting upset. You're getting upset or whatever. And just be like, look, I'm going to go for a short walk. I'm going to come back. Um, because that having a break, and recollecting your thoughts is going to be better than you guys just like blowing up at each other. Yeah. Cause it, what happens then is like, you start spiraling so far away from what you're actually upset about. Mm-hmm. And now you're like fighting about, you know, how often the kitchen gets cleaned as yeah. opposed to you're fighting about fighting instead of, you know, yeah. Talking about the stray you just took in. Who's exactly. eating all your beans. <laughs> well, that's unacceptable. No, no. Then they become beans. All right, hit me. This is by Seashell1975. My 19-year-old female boyfriend, 22-year-old male, will do anything to avoid being a simp. My boyfriend and I have been together for seven months, and it's been great. I joined his friend group and befriended the other two girlfriends in the group, one who was dating T. T is a lovely guy. For example, if his girlfriend asks for a glass of water, he'll say, sure thing, and get one for her. My boyfriend and his friends make fun of T constantly for being a simp. They insist that doing anything nice for your girlfriend or admitting any love at all for her means you're a simp. It's getting to the point where my boyfriend will not hold my hand while on the walk because he doesn't want to be a simp. He's affectionate at home when he's just with me, and I know he loves me, but if I ask him to do a face mask with me, he'd decline without giving it a shot because that's being a simp. What is going on? When did showing any affection or being nice to your girlfriend become being a simp? How can I get him to stop thinking being a simp is a bad thing? Can you remind me what a simp means? So... A simp is, right? Oh, sucker who idolizes mediocre pussy. Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> so, like, that there, that definition, whether she knows it or not, should be all you need to hear <laughs> from your boyfriend. Because if he's worried that holding your hand makes him a simp, that implies that you are, quote unquote, mediocre pussy. Yeah. 
Like, you should be like, hey, 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 let, let's sit down and look at this definition for a second. And then you look at him, and if he says, oh, shit, sure. But if he says what? You say, really? I'm mediocre pussy? And then if he answers anything but fuck no, dump his ass, because your pussy is not mediocre. Yeah, like, it's it's the wildest thing. Like, I would understand if this, you know, I mean, like, I get the fucking guys who are trying to do it to like, like single dudes who are trying to boost their ego because they're not getting laid. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Oh, well, I'm just not looking for mediocre pussy, blah, blah, blah. It's like, cool. I understand the fucking psychology behind that, but to be in a relationship and declare yourself, not a simp because you're not going to do things like, Oh, if I do something for my girlfriend, I'm a simp. Yeah. Very basic shit too. Like I said, it's like one, you're calling her a mediocre pussy, and two, you've apparently already settled for mediocre pussy. Like, if you're looking at it from like through that lens, through like the male lens, it's like you are one if she is quote unquote again. I hate the fucking term mediocre pussy. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean. It's like it's it's like when guys go on Tinder and they're like, "Hey, you want to fuck?" No. Well, you're ugly anyway. Yeah, it's like, no, they weren't because you wanted to fuck them, you idiot. What are you talking about? It's like, okay, cool. Like, obviously, like, I don't like the the mental math there. It does not work out whatsoever. Because it's like, if what you're worried about is possible, you've already failed. And if it isn't, then what are you doing? Also, it's just a fucking. So I think the term itself was like coined for people who would like, you know, spend a lot of money online for like cam models and stuff so it's like you were a simp if you just would like you know the second they would like post up on twitter being like oh i wish i had a new fridge and you just buy them a new fridge like instantly because it was like you're doing all these like very kind of like damaging things that like don't really take your own financial or like life situation into account all for people who you're never going to encounter in real life and nothing's ever going to happen. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's, I think that is how it got coined. And it does sound like that's now become like, you know, when we were kids, I'm sure you heard whipped, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, if you were 15 and your girlfriend's like, Hey, do this. They're like, Oh, you're whipped. But one, if they're actually your friends, they didn't mean it unless you were <laughs> no. Um, and two, it's like one, you should like, you should grow out of that by the time you're 21. And secondly, it's like, if you're in a relationship, you're in a relationship. You can't just be like, hey, I'm not going to do nice things because I'm worried about my friends. Because that makes you a shitty partner and an idiot. And it's not even like nice things. Like, well, like, you're like, hey, I'm not going to hold your hand. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's not doing someone a favor. You're not like providing a service to your girlfriend for holding her hand. Mm-hmm. Well, I meant like also just nice in terms of like, it's nice to hold your girlfriend's hand. Fucking do it, you weirdo. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing, like, like I said. I think what you said is the way to go about it. Be like, hey, can you define a simp for me? Just break it down for me. And when he does, he either doesn't know what it actually means and is just saying it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like when you're when you're kids and like there's that one guy who keeps saying something. You know what I mean? Usually a racial slur or, you know what I mean, a homophobic slur or something. And he keeps calling everyone that because he heard it either from like his parents or on a TV show or something. And then he has so, to like have that sat down and be like, Hey, do you know what that means? When I was a kid, one of the slightly older kids on our, in our like neighborhood was like one day, like kind of strode into like, we were like fucking young, like cycling around our little neighborhood. 
And uh, he was like, oh, I found out what a pyramid is. And we were like, what? He was like, yeah, it's a thing that happens to girls. And like, he never really like described it because, you know, he liked having the knowledge and we wouldn't get it because we were younger and blah, blah, blah. And everyone was like, oh, shit. So that he meant period. Uh, <laughs> so he also didn't really know what they were, but he heard someone talking about pyramids, as he thought. Um, so, yeah, that's probably what this guy's doing. And if not, hey, you get to just turn to him and get a very swift answer to this problem, I imagine, by how he answers the question of you saying, am I mediocre pussy? Yeah, um, because there are very it, few ways to answer that, and uh, most of them are very bad. Yeah, because like if he's like, no, no, please, and it's like, well, then cool, then nothing you can do with me yeah. makes you a simp. Yeah, so boom. alternatively, or you know what I mean? It's like he's like, well, yeah, if I'm doing, it's like cool, then I'm out. Yeah, because also, like, if you think this is mediocre, then you don't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. I just fucking you know, Irish jig out of there. Yeah. And even, even if he's like, no, you are, you're great, but like, there is no, but it's like, if you're in a relationship, you're in a relationship. It's like, if you don't want to put a face mask on for some reason, that's fine. You're not forced to be whatever, but like grow, grow, like grow up and actually tell her why you don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Instead of hiding behind this bullshit term that like, like kind of your get out of jail card. If you're just worried it's too feminine, then you kind of suck. But also like, at least say that, you know what I mean? Don't, or whatever reason you don't want to do a face mask. If it's just, you don't want to spend quality time with your partner, let her know that. Cause she can needs to make the decision and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I mean, like I'm already going to wager that like this guy's a toxic bullshit. Yeah. Shit. That like Sounds you terrible. need to just sort of like put him on a catapult, launch him into the fucking lake. Imagine like being like my friend got his girlfriend a glass of water. What an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, fucking fool. Next time we can actually hang out or see each other. Like next time, you know, we go over to your place for dinner. Mm -hmm. If at any point in time you get like your girlfriend to drink, I'm going to fucking roast you. (laughs) No, please. I don't want to be a simp. But like the thing is, I can't even joke about that because I would look like such an idiot. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's no one in that room who's going to be like, oh, damn, he got you, Niall. Everyone's going to be like, the fuck is wrong with you, Dane? (laughs) It's going to be so bad that people probably won't even get annoyed at it because it won't make sense. So they'll just think you're missing. Like, they'll just be confused. You know, no one's going to be like, you're being an asshole. But no one also will be like, oh, you're being funny. They'll be like, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's any possible way to do that. It Like, even if I tried my fucking hardest <laughs> i think people would still think i was joking because of just how fucking absurd it is mm-hmm. all right hit me um this comes from reddit user unicorn hunter uh, my 23 year old female boyfriend 20 or 33 year old male assumes shark week means anal week <laughs> so i tried anal with my boyfriend for the first time recently and we both enjoyed it i've been having anal whenever he's requested it during sex but he seems to assume that shark week means that that's what he's getting when i'm on my period sometimes i don't feel well emotionally physically gastrointestinally and the last thing i want is something in my ass he has to have sex and i told him the other day um since i didn't feel like it and i was on my period i never turn him down and he keeps pressing the issue saying that my period is no problem since he can just fuck me in the ass since i enjoyed it or i can blow him i like almost never say no to sex and so it's not like he's being deprived i also typically let him do anal whatever he wants how can i get him to understand that just because there are other holes doesn't mean he's obligated to use or always use them 
So I laughed at the start because I thought you were saying he thought the euphemism Shark Week meant anal. Ah, and I was like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> um, not laughing that he thought he could, you know, because uh, that's pretty fucked up. Uh, I think just blanket statement here. You never have a carte blanche to just have sex with someone, no matter what way it is, uh, ever. There is just no, yeah. you know what I mean? Unless you very specifically decide to, as a partner, set out something like that. But even then, it can be revoked at any point. Sure. Um, so, like, there is no, but wait, I know you already said that, but hold on. Like, no. Um, secondly, it's like, maybe do a little, like, research on periods dude because like yeah just because she still has a butthole doesn't mean she's feeling great have you heard of period poops have you heard of just like massive cramps and like just feeling like shit like in general even if you had a cold it's not like oh you have a cold i get to fuck you in the ass now it's like if you're not feeling well like sex is generally off the table you know for anybody um so like i i really hope that it just stems from like pure blind ignorance but even if it does it's like there's kind of no excuse to press the issue after you've been given a uh, a pretty specific no the thing that really upsets me is that she's 23 and he's 33 oh god so yeah, he has he... a decade of so like if he was 23 and this was sort of like his first you know sexual relationship not that it you know he still could be his first sexual mm-hmm. relationship but even then like 23 i would almost say is too old and um, that's why I thought you said at the start, because it like it cut yeah, out he's a little 33. bit. Oh, um, so I think I think this is a great time to put to use all the things we just talked about in my last question and have a talk with them and be like, hey, just so you know, it's like you're not obligated or I'm not obligated to have sex with you. And like when Ever. it comes up, be like, hey, I don't feel well. And that means I don't want to have sex. And it's like, I understand that, you know the the you know vagina is off the table currently which doesn't even necessarily have to be if you're okay with period sex for both Mm -hmm. partners um it doesn't mean that like my ass is you know forced open for business yeah um so i think it's i think it's really important to sort of like drive that concept home because like you said he it could just be fucking willful ignorance and like just like playful banter that just kind of misses the mark in the sense of like, Hey, do you want to have sex? No, I'm on my period. It's like, well, you got a butthole. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like if he's kind of like jokingly bringing it up in a like half serious way and you said no. And he was like, okay, cool. That would be fine. I guess. Right. Like once he did yeah. it in, you know, resp- like it could be done in a inside joke kind of relationship way. That's not skeezy. But, like, the fact that it seems like she said no and he isn't getting the picture, you know, is is the main thing. It's like you're never obligated to have sex with them. It doesn't matter if, you know, your mouth is fine. Like, maybe your tummy feels un- um, unwell. But, oh, you could still give me a blowjob. It's like, yeah, I could give you a blowjob whenever I want. But, like, it doesn't mean I do 24-7. Just because yeah. I'm on my period doesn't mean you – like I have to go out of my way and do that. If I if you don't feel like it, you don't feel like it, and that's all that matters. Yes, it's it's one of those things where you have to understand that no one wants to have sex if they don't feel good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can't imagine if you know there was ever a point where like you know my stomach was upset for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Maybe I just ate an entire brick of cheese. That's a lot, like I do not want to have sex after that. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's really important again to drive home that point the next time he asks, or if you want to set him down and talk to him right away. But 
yeah, it, it, there needs to be the understanding of like, when you say I'm not in the mood, that doesn't mean that like one specific orifice is not in the mood. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Just like, let them know, be like, and like, again, try and approach it in a non-aggressive sense because you're going to see better results. You know what I mean? Like if you're literally just like, hey, uh, just, you know, the other time, like when when I said I wasn't feeling well, I was on my period and you were bringing that up. It's like, I appreciate, you know, obviously I want to have sex with you. I'm sexually attracted to you. But like, it's not just that I'm on my period. Like, it's not just that my vagina is closed off. It's like, I'm not feeling well. And it's like, when I'm trying to tell you about this and you're ignoring me, like that makes me feel like shit. And I just want to kind of like clear the air and like let you know that it's not that simple. It's not just like, well, vagina's closed down. Everywhere else is still open. Like, I just might not want to have sex. And that's that has to be okay, or else this is a really fucked up relationship. Yep. So you gotta you gotta lay him down. Maybe let him know about period poops, you know? Maybe he won't want to have sex with you then. Uh this is by a user KG273. Friends with benefits refuses to go down on me. Says he's saving his tongue for his wife. <laughs> Twenty-seven year old female. <laughs> oh boy. You think you hear them all. Yeah. This almost a hundred episodes, and you think <laughs> Oh, I I would love to know the point at which things will stop surprising me, and I honestly do not think it'll ever happen. I don't think so, man. When it comes to like sex. People are real weird. Yeah. I mean, because like if if you told me before last week that someone thought that, you know, boobs leaked milk when women are aroused. I would say you're an idiot. I wouldn't believe it. (laughs) But there is a man who more or less imploded his relationship over the over the issue. He aggressively believes that. Anyway, tell me about this virgin tongue. All right. Uh, May 27 year old female is dated a guy 26 year old male for a few days brought him over for some friends with benefits fun when we were getting hot and heavy I gestured down there and he says he does not do that he gave me an example of how when someone asks him if he wants to smoke he doesn't smoke and never has he says no and it's a hard no so when I gestured for him to go down south he said it was no and it was a hard no I asked him why he said it's not something he does or ever wants to do and will only do it for his wife maybe on her birthday He then asked for head, and when I said no, he got so offended and asked me if I was a lesbian because no girl has ever refused him head, and I was so keen on asking him to go down there that he was wondering if I preferred girls. It got kind of awkward, and I said I was hungry and that he should go, which he did. He texted me the next day to hang out again, and I want to tell him that without a trip to the lady pond, it's never going to happen. Is this a deal breaker or not? Why is this even a question? (laughs) like, Like, the sad thing is, a lot of guys are weird about going down on women. So it's like, it's not like it's, sh- it's a wild departure from where it should be, but it's probably not too far of a departure from where a lot of people are at. Unfortunately. Well, I, there's, but the thing is like, it's not even just the oral sex thing. Like that's one thing. If, if, if the question was just like, Oh, he doesn't want to go down on me. If it ju- if that was full stop period, he just didn't, he was just like, no, nah, I don't do that. Then, okay, great. I can understand maybe the, like, uh, should I see him again? But he then told you that it was because he wanted to save his tongue for his wife and maybe... (laughs) Maybe on her birthday. This guy's generous. It's nice that he's already planning his future wife's birthdays. So was he saying for his future wife's birthday or for this particular woman's birthday? 
Uh, no, his his future wife's birthday. Okay, so I mean, like right off the bat, that's wild as hell. <laughs> no, Two, but Dane, Dane, he he's, then he's a very ref- se- he's a very sensitive man. He's planning out his future wife's birthdays already. Like that's a keeper. Yeah. Um, but then when you were like, when he was like, "Oh, give me head," and you're like, "Oh no, thank you." His immediate action is, "Are you a lesbian?" The fuck does that mean? Like, yeah, and then like, also uh, because he was asked to go down on her, that's making him question whether he prefers girls. What men have tongues too, bud? Yeah, like literally, she just asked you to. Yeah. No, he's um, saying because she. No, was no, I, I understand. Yeah. Oh, you're because saying he, the very fact that she was like, "Hey, man." Do yes, this thing, yeah. Yes. Man, person, please go down on me. As like, oh, you must like women then. Yeah. What? <laughs> the, the, like, I, but then, <laughs> like, oh my God. Just, the, why would you want to see this again? How is this not a deal breaker? Like, this person sucks with, so much. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. Like, what do you want out of. The next, like you, okay, you meet up with him again, and he doesn't go. He's not going to go down on you. You know that he's going to ask you to blow him again. You're yeah. probably going to say no. Okay, great. Like, are you just going to do this infinitely? Yeah, I'm just going to judge from everything else that this guy also isn't great in bed. Like, I don't know what's telling me that, but I've just I've really put it together, and like maybe it's possible that he is my, really bad in bed. My bet is his only move is jackhammering. Oh yeah. I bet he just goes as hard and as fast as he can for as long as he can. I bet he finishes. I bet, uh, five bucks says he also doesn't use condoms. Oh, probably they they make him feel bad and yeah. You know, oh, I just don't feel anything. And he forgets them and oof. He yeah, doesn't trust the brand you have. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I like. Of course, this is a red flag. He's the kind of guy who's gonna take you into the kitchen and do pull ups while you're waiting on your pizza to arrive in the middle of fucking. <laughs> I'm surprised that wasn't the fucking move when she said she was hungry. Maybe it was. I wouldn't be surprised this is the same guy. Because the thing is, this is apparently based in San Francisco. And I'm pretty sure the other one was as well. It's. So I've been with like people. So I've, I've been with women where, um, you know, it's gotten very hot and heavy and I've gone down on them and I've, you know, completed my task. And then I'd come up and, you know, sort of try to initiate the the next step and then i've been told oh it's like oh i don't really want to have sex tonight it's like okay that's that's fine and be like you know maybe maybe something my way and it's like oh i don't do that either (laughs) it's like all right well that's pretty neat because i was just down there for a considerable amount of time yeah and so like i'm just i'm just out of luck tonight yeah it's like if i brought a girl home and was like yeah blow me or whatever and like obviously it's different for guys because it's like harder to get it back up you know what i mean but if i like went home with a girl and was like oh yeah blow me and she did and i was like oh, well i don't do that and also buy no sex they'd be like yeah. hey he's the fucking worst like i i just i don't know what the plan is there mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if you're not feeling up to things and there are things you don't do i don't understand why you would then accept them yeah you know what i mean like i i don't understand guys who are like blow me but also i don't go down on people yeah, that's such a fucking shitty thing to do or say. It's like being like, hey, buy me a present. It's like, okay. It's like, sorry, I don't buy presents for people. 
What? Yeah. Like, yeah. I... Or like, I, hey, on my birthday, you're going to, you know, re- get a restaurant and, like, get all my friends together and organize everything. And then, like, it comes to your birthday. It's like, sorry, I don't I don't get involved in my girlfriend's birthdays. Yeah, sorry, I don't, I don't celebrate birthdays. Yeah. Uh, this guy fucking sucks. There, there shouldn't be a question. No, none of it. Like, even just the fact that he's saving his tongue for his wife. Wild. Maybe on her birthday. Wild. Then immediately asking for head. Wild. Getting offended. Wild. Calling you a lesbian for... Uh, uh, this person no just no yeah. i mean like and you need to tell him you need to be like hey i'm sorry we're never gonna see each other again before i go let me just break it down a little bit you're a red flag factory like you're spewing them everywhere to the point where i almost want to keep seeing you just to see what's next like that's that's the only advice i would give that's kind of contrary to logic is like please see this person again and just let us know what their next move is going to be. He's playing like chess, but all the pieces are grenades. I don't know. Like, <laughs> dude's a fucking lunatic. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, man. But it's don't, just, he doesn't deserve any sex. Not even like the, the possibility of sex. Yeah. I mean, like, I'd love to know if this guy's just really good looking. Cause uh, why would this, why does this play out? In my mind, he's he's horrendously unattractive, but that's just because I'm imagining him and reading all his things. He, I, I assume he's at least decently attractive, right? I, you know, who I'm picturing? I'm picturing the like the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go look that up. I assume the bad guy is not a child. It is not a child, no. Okay, you know what? That makes sense. Like, but but like him from. From Kindergarten Cop? Yeah. I, yeah. I, that's all I looked up. I looked up Kindergarten Cop Bad Guy. Okay, cool. He got arrested, actually, yeah, for apparently. public intoxication. He's not looking great these days. He's he's like poor man's Val Kilmer. He really is. Yes. I think he's Walmart Val Kilmer. Yeah, he's Wish.com's Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, like that's exactly what I imagine this guy is. Like I am imagining he is like Wish.com's celebrity. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. maybe like a maybe like a James Franco, like a Wish.com's James Franco, mm-hmm. or like a Wish.com's Zach Morris. I can see that. Zach Morris, like from Saved by the Bell. By the Bell? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I keep seeing a lot of stuff about him on on the uh, on the internet. Okay, are we calling it here? Yeah. Do you have any Tinders? Oh, you know I got Tinders. All right, let's do some Tinders. So the first one literally just got sent to us while we were uh, while we were recording. And it is just a picture, so a little a little bit more difficult for a uh, an audio medium. But it is of a man with a hoodie and a beanie on, sitting, I think, in a restaurant or a big person's house or a big house, not a big person, a big person, <laughs> just sitting in a really big chair, <laughs> either a large room in a house or a restaurant. It's kind of unclear, but he's leaning he's leaning his head back. His eyes are as wide as they could be he's showing teeth and in his hand he has a quite a large knife oh good and uh that's that's it that's pretty good yeah they said the knife really adds to the appeal in my opinion uh it's it's actually kind of horrifying hey man he's got to protect himself from those big people it's true it's true all right pick a number between one and ten seven uh Seems like this could be an interesting time to date, crying laughing face. 
No longer relevant interests include homoerotic recreational sports, karaoke, and live music. Still all about 420, my dog, frolicking outdoors, reading sci-fi, slash fantasy, slash memoir, slash poetry, decadent eights, eat, sorry, decadent eats, rad Jewish communities, and queer kink. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm not sure what homoerotic sports is. Homoerotic. A homoerotic. Yes. I thought you said homoerotic sports, and I was like, is that just like we fit but naked? That sounds great. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. It's it's playful. I like, you know, no longer relevant interests include. Yeah. That's a good one. And hey, anyone who's into karaoke is probably chill. Okay, pick another number then. That, yeah, that one, I didn't see any red flags. I liked it. Yeah. I, I mean, like, unless flag. she has a picture of, I'm assuming it's a woman, not a woman. It was a woman, yeah. And she had yeah. two knives, so they cancel yeah. each other out. So it's, cool. she didn't have any knives. <laughs> uh, hit me with a three. Ooh, three's big. Okay, you ready? Yes. I'm not average. Okay. I'm creative and impulsive. I'm dedicated and hardworking. I want to make things different somehow for the future. If you do not meet the following criteria, do not message. I hope. Oh to save boy. Your- I hope hope to save your time. I am a lovely person. I'm just picky, and do not is in all caps. Uh, must not be religious. Religion separates us all and is way more of an issue than racism in my eyes. Beliefs are another story. As I was raised Jewish, there are beliefs and customs I agree with, but I'm an atheist. Must be Caucasian. Okay. Must have a job. Truthfully, I don't care what it is. But you must wake up before 9 a.m. and want to do something. Must love animals. Must drive. No criminal, legal, or other background that will haunt you. Because I will find it. Must live, must live in Toronto. No Brampton. No Scarborough. No Mississauga. Oh, I live in Midtown. I'm looking for someone who lives close by as I'm working 24-7. What? <laughs> this is... This one's terrible. I love how he starts with, like, religion divides... Oh, this is a girl, like, sorry. This is a girl. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. This is a 29-year-old Joey. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like, oh, religion divides us. It's worse than racism. You have to be white. <laughs> Right. Okay. All right. Well, now I know why racism doesn't bother you. Yeah. Oh my god. Also, just like no other background info that will haunt you, because I will find it. I'll find it. That's a... that... also what is she doing twenty four seven? That's working. Uh, apparently, she's a PI, and she will find out all your dirty background info. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. See, I would. I would be worried. That there is something in my past that even I don't know about. <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe like she could provide a nice service because it's like you date her for a week. And if nothing happens, you're like, oh, phew, I'm clean. Hey, did you know your dad had an affair? <laughs> did you know hey, you're you- the chosen yeah. one? Nine months before you were born and you're probably not your mother's. Wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you're not that's, your that's not how that works. <laughs> Oh, well, no one knew. Somebody snuck a different baby into your mom. Yeah. Or maybe it's like a, a Ned Stark Jon Snow situation. You know, my dad came home with a mysterious baby. Yeah. And your mother claimed you as her own. To be yeah. fair, she really likes clowns. You don't. I hear that's hereditary. What? I have nothing against clowns. You don't like clowns? Oh, you love you like clowns? I, no, I'm, I'm not scared of clowns. Like everyone's like, oh, clowns are so scary. It's like I, yeah, but I do was, you like them? 
I have no feelings one way or the other. Yeah, but clowns. guess what the opposite of really liking them is? Just nothing. I'm numb. Just nothing. I'm exactly. numb, to You're clowns. numb to clowns. That's the opposite of really liking them. All right, do you want one more? Uh, sure. I've got a few five. lined up here. Five. Okay. <laughs> Starts off great. X, like big red X emoji. I'm expensive, baby. Oh, big boy. red X emoji again. Looking to network. Boss lady looking for some boss ass ladies to kick it with. Cat, cat. 420 friendly. Three fart emojis. I could probably move my waistline better than your ex. Shrugging emoji, crying emoji, salsa emoji. Okay. I mean, nothing like... This was also sent to a guy. It seems to me she's into women. Right? You would imagine that. I don't. So I, I mean, don't like... know if she's on like women and men, but even then, it's like, why are you just saying boss lady looking for some boss ass ladies? Yeah. Maybe she's just looking for like lady friends, but also looking for male. I guess. Maybe. I, I guess. Don't know. I don't know. Again, like, uh, you know, it's all fucking bravado. I don't like the I'm expensive is the only real red flag for me. That's a wild. That's I, honestly, I feel like people who describe themselves as boss ass people are generally not boss ass people. Because I think if you're a boss ass person, it speaks for itself. Yeah, it's usually you know? no one's going around being like, I'm confident. I'm confident. Yeah. I, I'm confident and hey, have you seen how confident I am? <laughs> yeah. Um hey, I'm attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I'm expensive is a horrendous opener and a terrible red flag, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't want it. I think that's gonna do us. Hell yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening. We are closing in on episode one hundred and we still don't have any idea what we're gonna do. So if you uh, I don't know, want to send us something fun to do on episode 100, please let us know. Um, if you have a question that you would like us to answer on the podcast, you can hit us up at uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore Buddies. You can hit us up on Gmail at FBuddiesPodcast at gmail.com or you can visit us, visit us online at FBuddiesPodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca. Hell yeah. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. Thank you, everybody who submitted uh, all the tenders because they're excellent. Thank you, and I'm sorry that this is happening to you. <laughs> uh, do you have some bad sex already? Uh, yeah, and this is going to be a quick one. Okay. All right. Linda, his 14-year-old daughter, was just going out the door in a flick of skirt and a flip of her ponytail, tied this morning with a sexy velvet ribbon. Hmm. Why would you think about your daughter that way, who's also 14? Also, the sexy velvet ribbon. That's that's a weird thing to be sexied. Well, stop sexualizing ribbons. You got some Pornhub comments? Oh, you better believe I do. This one, I'm only going to read half of it because the other half isn't great. Um, but this comes from France Thomas. And he says... Place your order now with top, high, pure cocaine, buds, carts, pills, and guns available now. Ooh. Um, thank you very much for listening. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niles Bain. And we have been your fuck buddies. Have a good one.